0: Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 14th of December, 2022. Before we get started, sponsorships for the midweek moment are now open for 2023. If you're a regular listener and would like to learn more about becoming the title sponsor for this podcast, please email info at WPTonline.org to learn more about this great opportunity to get in front of the state's largest taxpayer association. The show is supported 100% by WPT members and cannot continue without your support. Email info at WPTonline.org. Well, happy Wednesday to you, and uh, depending on where you are in the state, there's precipitation all over the place, whether you got snow, ice, slush, sleet, or just outright rain. Uh, Hope you're staying dry and staying warm. Um, this is that nasty time of year, but uh, looks like a cold front's going to push through across the entire state, and uh, we're going to have a pretty chilly Christmas for next week, is what they're predicting. Let's jump into some news together. The Wisconsin Policy Forum is out with a report that says school property taxes will increase about seventy-eight point seven million dollars in the upcoming year. The Wisconsin policy pol- excuse me, the Wisconsin Policy Forum is saying despite measures in the current state budget to lower property taxes for k-12 schools those levels are actually rising moderately again on december bills they said it's clear evidence of the impact of school district referenda property tax levies for counties also rose by the largest percentage in over a decade but still due to skyrocketing property values wisconsin taxpayers will see a substantial drop in their bills overall this year i'm just taking a look at the numbers here too and um It looks like property owners, like I said, will pay 78.7 million more. Um, for 1.5% increase statewide. That's a total of $5.48 billion in property taxes across the state. Um, th- there were things that were put into place that were helped lowering it. But of course, if, if your district went to referendum, you know, there's nothing that the state can do about that. That's something that's decided on the local level. In all 219 districts, we'll see their levies go up on December's bills. 186 will see decreases and 16 school districts will stay exactly the same according to the report voters have approved 456 referendum questions since 2018 that includes 246 for operating budgets and 210 for capital projects and going back to november you remember there was an an election right (laughs) and sorry to bring it up again but uh So the numbers were certified by the Wisconsin Elections Commission, so all numbers are kind of locked in now, and we're able to see that Democrat Governor Tony Evers took more votes than Tim Michaels in three of the state's congressional districts last month and narrowly fell short in a fourth as he won statewide by 3.4 percentage points, according to a report out from WISP Politics. The numbers underscore they say that Democrats may need a strong performance from their presidential nominee in 2024 to help them be competitive. In the third district, that's over where Derek Van Orden won Congress and flipped that seat from longtime uh, Democratic seat currently held by uh, Congressman Ron Kind. It's very, very interesting. Evers took 77% of the vote. In the fourth congressional district, that's Milwaukee. That's the most partisan of the state's eight districts. Uh, Mandela Barnes received 77%. And in the second, and I'm just taking a look at the map here, in the second district, Um, which is uh, Dane County, the Madison sort of district, that's Congressman Mark Pocan, Uh, Evers uh, took 73.5% while Barnes was at 71.8%. So it showed that, you know, he really outperformed um, Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes on the ticket. Very, very interesting here as they sort of unhash uh, everything that happened and where all of the votes uh, played out across the state. And so uh, it is certainly something worth looking into a little bit more. Um, Mandela Barnes only really won um, the, the Milwaukee and Madison congressional districts, but he lost in all of the other congressional districts around the state. Interestingly, too, uh, to jump over into a new topic, the FCC, or the Federal Communications Commission, has a new broadband map where you can take a look for your address, what kind of broadband and Internet access you have. You're able to challenge these results. Uh, According to a report out from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, it's really interesting, too, that people in the past have looked at these maps and said this is entirely inaccurate. They've even gone so far as to say that these maps are useless when it actually comes to determining a location's high speed or broadband broadband internet access, the new interactive map shows the availability of that internet access and it's going to help determine billions of dollars in grants from the federal government around the country. You do have the opportunity to add in your address and take a look and you can now challenge what they are saying you have at your address. But according to the report, you gotta get on this pretty quickly because the FCC has set a January 13th deadline for your challenges to the rough draft map. And that's gonna cost at least $44 million to produce. Experts say the FCC's new mapping system is a step in the right directions for delivering high-speed internet, also known as broadband, to millions of Americans who need it. According to the journal Sentinel, they need it for work and everyday life. Getting accurate data has been difficult, even with address-by-address input. But alas, that's why you're going to want to get out there and check this Website, Put your address in and challenge it if it's wrong. Obviously, Wisconsin has an issue with rural broadband access. A lot of federal money, COVID relief money, and just state money has gone into expansion grants. Uh, That's why Speaker Robin Voss said that there will likely not be too much more in the upcoming state budget because there's a lot of money in the state that has not been spent on these grants. Get over to broadbandmap.fcc.gov to take a look. Like I said, you have until mid-January to do this, uh, and uh, you should really check and see if it's accurate, because they need to know where they need to focus their efforts in bringing high-speed internet to more people. We'll also take a look over here. Don't get scammed this holiday season, the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection is saying the winter holidays are a time of charity, gratitude, and gift-giving. Everyone's looking for the best holiday deals and money-saving tricks, but scammers are trying to take advantage of consumers. Nothing new there. There are some new ones out here I wanted to jump through. Delivery and notification shipping scams. If you get an email or a text message saying that your uh, package has been shipped um, if it is not from a verifiable source like you know your Amazons or your Targets or WalMarts wherever you may be shopping online something locally make sure that uh, people are uh, make sure that you are knowing that these alerts often uh, you know they usually use threats and say that they're going to delay unless you verify private information uh, that you're not responding to those also giveaway scams those are pretty com- common you may receive a message claiming you've won a prize uh, generally those are fake. We'd all like to win prizes from time to time, but uh, not this time of year. It's more than likely a scam. Also, online marketplace scams. I'm sure you know those are easy to detect. Pets are a popular holiday gift, apparently, but consumers should use caution when buying one online. Um, I don't know too many people who buy animals online for the holidays, but if you're one of those people... Uh, definitely make sure that there are some scams too, but also ticket scams, tickets to popular events. People purchase things for people in the upcoming new year. Um, tickets to events can be obviously very, very expensive and in short supply. So uh, make sure that your tickets, if you're purchasing that purchasing them for a holiday gift, uh, that they are verifiable. Uh, generally, it's through an app or a reputable ticket master type thing. Um, so we definitely want you to have a safe holiday. The Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection obviously is on the look out here they're doing some really good work and trying to get this information out make sure you don't get fooled there's just a lot of nasty people out there who want to take things that aren't theirs and with that i'll leave you with this quote from president jimmy carter who said piling up material goods cannot fill the emptiness of lives which have no confidence or purpose with that, as always, have a great rest of your week, and thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at WPTOnline.org.